Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. From the opening line of today's gospel, now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. So I was at the store earlier this week and I began to thumb through some of the Christmas cards in the aisle. And to be a little honest, I was really struck at how idealized and full of sentimentality they all sounded. They said things like, ring in the merry, wishing you a cozy Christmas. May your days be filled with holiday cheer. And of course, my favorite, you are so reindeer to me. Now, to be really clear... um, I don't think there's anything wrong with these cards. They're actually kind of nice and cute and fun. But what struck me in the moment was the utter lack of congruence between Hallmark's version of Christmas on the one hand and the biblical account of Jesus' birth on the other. And so being a priest, I thought that rather than buying one of these cards that I should just make my own. You know, something that aligned more with the actual story. I don't know, something like praying for a scandalous pregnancy this holiday season. (laughs) That was one idea I had. Or may your Christmas be filled with freezing straw and stinky donkeys. That was the other. Um, Now, I'm obviously joking a little bit, but my point is that we all have an image of how Christmas should go, and frankly, None of us want it to go the way that first Christmas did. No, we want the Hallmark Christmas, the ideal Christmas, the perfect Christmas, a Christmas with harmony and good cheer, warmth and coziness, laughter and leftovers. In our version of Christmas, all is right with the world. And I love when even our nativity scenes reinforce this image. I mean, baby Jesus often looks so cozy in that feeding trough. It's like the straw upon which our Lord slept came straight from Pottery Barn. (laughs) Right? Because that is the image that we are literally sold this time of year as we're told that Christmas should be cozy, warm, merry, and perfect. And so no wonder countless people suffer from a deep, unspoken, quiet sadness about this time of year, right? Because for many, Christmas opens more wounds than it heals. When adult children don't come to visit, or whenever they do and there's relational strain, or when grief overwhelms us because we remember what Christmas used to be like when mom was alive. It's in those moments that our hallmarked version of Christmas crumbles. We know what the ideal Christmas should look like, 
but we can't make it work. And we can't help but compare our imperfect experience with the airbrushed and filtered and oh-so-carefully-crafted Christmas we see on social media, on television, and on the well-intentioned cards that we both give and receive. So what I love about today's gospel, and the reason it is perfectly suited for the last Sunday in Advent, is because it reminds us that Christmas is not perfect, and that it was never meant to be. I mean, from the very first line in today's gospel, that is made abundantly clear. Matthew begins with these words. Now, the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. Not that way, the cozy way, the perfect way, the airbrushed and filtered way, No, the birth of Jesus, Matthew says, took place in this way. And of course, what follows is a very detailed description of what this way entails. There's a scandalous and very embarrassing pregnancy, a man who wants to break off the engagement, an angel who has to intervene to hold it all together. And that's just today's passage. If we continue to read, things get even messier. King Herod tries to kill the child, and Joseph and Mary have to flee their home. I mean, the circumstances surrounding the birth of Jesus could not have been less cozy, less warm, less merry. On that first Christmas, there was a lot more fear than cheer. There was nothing perfect about it. And I say that because it's into this reality, a birth that takes place in this way, that the angel announces the gospel. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Four words, God is with us. It's the meaning of Christmas. It is the heart of the gospel. It is a mystery that has the power to transform our life if we only allow it to. God is with us. And so in light of that, My prayer for you this Christmas is this. I just want you to know that God is with you in the very imperfect and confusing circumstances of your actual life. Now, I expect and I hope that many, if not most of you, will have a Christmas that is filled with family and meaning and beauty But let's not make the mistake of conflating those good things with coziness or sheer merriment or perfection. Because the good news of the Christian gospel is always that God is with us, not in our perfection, but rather in our imperfection. God is with us in our pain, in our doubt, in our sin. God is with us in our confusion, in our coldness of heart. 
meaning that if your time with family and friends this Christmas is not as perfect as you want it to be, or if your life is not as perfect as you want it to be, that imperfection is always the stable where Christ is born. The birth of Jesus the Messiah will take place in this way. And so don't fear the grief over the loved one you will not see this year or the pain that comes when your ideal isn't translated into a reality. Because this Christmas, God will show up. God will show up in the cozy parties, and God will show up in the homeless shelter. God will be there. Emmanuel is his name, meaning God is with us. Because theologically speaking, what God does at Christmas, God is always doing. Now, was the incarnation of the Son of God in the person of Jesus unique and unrepeatable? Yes, of course. And it's crucial that we affirm this. But was the birth of Christ also a sacrament and a sign of what God is always doing in our world and in our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit? Yes, what God does at Christmas, God is always doing, entering our world, being present with us in less than ideal circumstances. And in the same way that God entered our world in a quiet and secret and hidden way on that first Christmas morn, where aside from a few shepherds and, angel, a few shepherds and wise men, no one really noticed, right? So quiet and hidden was his birth. Well, in that same way, God's presence is often hidden and goes unnoticed in the difficult circumstances of our life. The difficult diagnosis, the shaky marriage, the rote job you feel stuck in, the body that doesn't cooperate like it used to. We are so quick to interpret these dark moments as signs of God's absence because we forget that God is always Emmanuel with us, especially in the dark moments. And so I wonder what difficulty you're present to at the moment, what frustration, what fear, what anxiety... I know this may seem counterintuitive, but that is the stable where Christ will be born this Christmas. His birth will take place in this way. And so this Christmas, my hope is that you have fun, that you laugh, that you enjoy your family and friends, that you look for beauty, that you enjoy your gifts, and that you practice joy. But don't make the mistake of thinking that Christmas is about psyching ourselves up into believing that all is right with the world. Because it's not. And the good news of Christmas is that Christ is present, that God is with us precisely when all is not right 
with the world, that God is with us when life is not ideal, redeeming it, saving it, making sense of it, using the gritty circumstances of our actual life as the ingredients out of which God is making a new creation. And so I do hope your Christmas is cozy and warm. And I just want you to know, you're all very reindeer to me. <laughs> but if the cozy warmth doesn't come this year, or if it does come and it goes too quickly, take a deep breath and remember God's name. His name is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Amen.